what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, beaming into your ears all the way from Pflugerville. In case you didn't know, I'm Lucy Wow's sidekick. What does a sidekick do? Well, I help her with her inventions, adventures, and her french fries. Being a sidekick has allowed me to learn a lot of things. I've learned how to drive a bathtub car, I've learned how to dip french fries in motor oil to make them extra delicious, and I've learned that inventions are everywhere. It's true, they're all over the place. In fact, sometimes you get so used to a thing being there, you forget that someone had to dream it up and invent it first. Today, I want to give a little attention to an invention that plays a part in your life that you probably didn't even think about. The flat bottom brown paper bag. I mean, have you ever seen a brown paper bag tree? Have you ever gone digging for paper bags? Have you ever looked up at a cloud and said, oh boy, looks like it's about to start raining flat bottom paper bags any second? Of course not, because there's no such thing as a flat bottom paper bag in nature. Someone invented them, and that someone's name was Margaret Knight. Margaret was born in Maine in 1838. Now, the early 1800s were a very exciting time in the United States called the Industrial Revolution. During this time, factories, engines, and machines were starting to be used to mass produce, which is a term for making a lot of something real fast. Perhaps this is what inspired Margaret to become an inventor. But whatever it was, as a kid, she was a super passionate tinkerer and builder, just like Lucy Wow. In fact, around her hometown, she was famous for her kites and sleds. All of the other kids wanted them. Now, Margaret was a great student, but at 12 years old, she had to leave school and go work at a cotton mill to help support her family. This would be illegal in America today because we now know kids need to go to school and get smart so they can design more mechanical pygmy goats. But back then, not only could factories hire children to do dangerous jobs, they could work them all day for very little pay. In case you were wondering, a cotton mill is where they use giant machines called looms to weave threads into cotton fabric, which can then be used to make things like clothes. Before cotton mills, every item of clothing had to be made by hand. Margaret quickly noticed that at the mill she worked at, people were always getting hurt. The looms would start to break and shoot off huge pieces of metal all the time. This was a really big problem. Margaret may have only been 12, but she was already an inventor. And when an inventor sees a problem, she tries to fix it. And so she did. She created a safety system that was immediately used, not just where she worked, but in all the cotton mills across the country. It saved thousands of lives. But even though Margaret had made the cotton mill safer, it still wasn't a great place to work. So when she got older, she left and took a job at the Columbia Paper Bag Company in Springfield, Massachusetts. 
Now a teenager, Margaret looked around the bag company and instantly saw ways to make it better. You see, back then, every paper bag was folded by hand. <laughs> Just picture it, hundreds of children in a factory folding paper bags for less than a dollar a day. And they weren't even allowed to eat any of the paper bags. Oh, I love eating paper bags. Anyway, Margaret looked at all these poorly folded bags and unhappy workers and decided to fix it all. She started to experiment with building a machine that would cut and fold the paper automatically. Eventually, she succeeded in building this perfect bag maker. It was made of gold-colored metal gears and springs mounted on a deep brown hardwood frame. It was fast and efficient. And coolest of all, the machine squared the bottom of the bags. Now, this may not seem like a big deal, but it was huge. Before this, most bags were the shape of an ice cream cone or a plain tube. And this meant they could only hold a small amount of food or tools. Here's a way to picture it. If we went out for ice cream and there was a skinny cone or a square box, which would allow you to carry more ice cream without spilling it? The box, right? And now picture me eating that ice cream and the box. Mmm, I love box-flavored ice cream. <laughs> but back to Margaret. Her machine was so fast and good at its job that soon everyone was using square bottom bags. Suddenly, people were able to carry more things, which made life easier for everyone, including you and me. Now, Margaret had invented many things before this, but she never patented any of them. Patenting is a way of letting everyone know that you've invented it so that no one can steal your idea. Margaret knew her bag machine was gonna be a money maker. So this time, she tried to get a patent. This was considered a bold move for a woman in the 19th century, a backwards time when women weren't treated as equal to men. It wasn't easy for Margaret to get the credit she deserved. Margaret had to fight tooth and nail to get the patent. But you know what? She got it! But she wasn't done, not even close. She kept on inventing. In fact, at the age of 70, she was still working all day at inventing. She would go on to successfully file for more than 20 patents and create over 100 unique inventions. Today, there's even a version of her paper bag machine at the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. Like I said earlier, it's easy to forget that everyday objects were invented. You take them for granted. But every time you pick up a bag with a flat bottom that allows you to carry more food from your car to your kitchen, try to remember that a brilliant woman made that for you. Thanks, Margaret Knight. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, there are a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville. It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with our mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way! And don't forget, Friday is Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or Lil' Ol' Me, send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might even get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting! Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger! 
Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go, kid, go!